Hi y'all, welcome back. I am doing another Ask Me Anything episode and I have some good questions today. Let's get into it. Welcome to Sweet Release. What are your thoughts on sex scenes in movies, TV shows? Do you like them, think they're necessary, think they're cringe, turn you on, etc.? And would you ever consider being an, an intimacy coordinator? Such a good question. <laughs> um, sex scenes in movies and TV shows, I crave them, I yearn for them, I think there should be more of them. <laughs> I am one that loves sex scenes in books as well. I just read this fantasy novel and I was just raving about how in all the sex scenes he went down on her first and I just loved I loved how real it felt and the the foreplay and all of it I was a big fan you know I am a big fan of sex scenes in movies and shows I never really find their cringe I really like the creative process of it which leads you to your next question which is would you ever consider being an intimacy coordinator? So an intimacy coordinator is a person who coordinates the sex scenes for TV shows and is there to cheer, which I think I would be great at because I was a cheerleader. I'm always the one cheering the loudest and, and the best in the crowd. Um, but it's also coordinating. It's making them feel comfortable, making sure they're feeling safe, making sure um, you know everything is going properly and that they look good and and all of that you know it's just coordinating the entire intimacy exchange and yeah i do think i would love doing that actually it's something that i i had never heard of um but i i think that would be an incredible job so if you know anyone that's looking that might be a fun career shift for me but ultimately yeah i really crave intimacy on a day-to-day -day life. I'm a very sexual human being. I love reading sexy erotica. I love, you know, just hearing about people's stories. I love talking about intimacy and, and with friends and, and lovers. And I love that. So I, I do really crave shows and movies that have that in them. And I think I try to normalize pleasure with my whole brand and, and these videos. And so I think by including sex scenes in shows and movies, that's normalizing pleasure. It's making it feel more real. You know, I hate when they stop right at the kiss <laughs> and then they wake up in bed together. You know, I'm like, God damn it. Like I'm waiting for them to kiss this whole episode. Like give me more. So yeah, I do really enjoy that. And if you have any recommendations of shows or movies that do that really well, please let me know. I will recommend to you Blue is the Warmest Color. That is a film that I discovered years ago and it's a lesbian relationship and the sex scenes are so fucking hot and so real. And I went down a hole of figuring out how they even did those scenes and how it worked and, and just the interviewing of, of the women. And so I, I just found it so fascinating. So um, I appreciate your question because that is something that would be very fun to do <laughs> in a future career. Um, okay, next question. Would you consider doing a live AMA on YouTube? Yes. Oh, my dog is playing in there. Sorry for the noise. Um, yeah, I, w I have been thinking about this. I need to do more live stuff. So I will. I will. Thank you. Do you prefer people to ask questions about sex in a professional way or using explicit terms that we all know and love? Do what you're comfortable with. Sometimes I say penis and vagina. Sometimes I say cock and pussy. It just depends. You know, I think whatever feels right, whatever rolls off your tongue, do that. It's National Underwear Day. <laughs> nice. What's your favorite type of underwear and what's your answer to bra boxers or briefs? 
My favorite type of underwear is thongs. I like the no-show thongs. They're like thin and comfy. Um, I often don't wear underwear actually. And to your answer, boxers and briefs, I choose briefs, yes. For someone as sexually expressive as yourself, has there been a question yet that you thought was too outrageous to answer? No, I've answered all of your questions. Do you think having a foreskin makes foreplay easier or more enjoyable? If given the choice, what would you pick? And then I have another question that was asking me, um, again, circumcised or not, which is a question I've gotten from a lot of you. So I'm going to dive into this a little bit deeper because I think it's a question that's been on my mind forever <laughs> as well because I want to be a mother one day. I want to have a baby. If I'm able to have a baby, I would love that. So I always think about this. If I have a boy, what would I do? And it's something that I've just always thought about. I've always asked partners in relationships where I thought maybe we would get married and you know, my partner and I have talked about it and I it's a thing it's a it's a big debacle in my brain and I go back and forth. So I did a lot of new research on this. And ultimately, it's confusing. Circumcision started, has been around for so long. Sorry, again, my dog is playing in the other room. Um, circumcision has has been around for so long. You know, it, on one hand, it's a religious thing. A lot of people in the Jewish and Islam cultures do it. It's like this ritual that you do, kind of like this covenant between God and Abraham. It's also something that's been talked about in Christianity, but just in the First Testament. And so it's not something that like every Christian does or every Christian has to do where it's more, it's super common in the Jewish and Islam communities or religions um, or Muslim. So that's one side of it. Then there's also, again, culturally in countries in Africa or even the Australian Aborigines, they have this cultural tradition where it's like this experience where you turn from a boy to a man and that's how they they explain it like that's what they do they remove the foreskin and then there's this hygiene argument where it's more hygienic if you remove the foreskin so this is tough if i were just snap my fingers and put into a male's body today which i think is kind of what you're asking me in your first part of your question i i i struggle with what i would say i on one hand i've seen some research um that states that yeah there is a higher risk for infection utis even stis um cancer or like random shit like that where there's there has been some stats proven that there is a higher risk of those things but a lot of those hygienic things can be preventable you know it's like okay clean yourself <laughs> um there's this argument that some people make that you are taking away some sensations when you do circumcise. And again, I just read an article that stated, and this was like a health line or something that felt like it was reputable and legit, said that actually most of the nerve endings of the penis are on the head. And so you're really not taking away nerve endings. And so that kind of debunked that whole <laughs> argument. I think do what feels right for you, honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm leaning into this ideology that my mom gave me when I was a young girl. And she was like, I was on the topic of my wisdom teeth. So I have two of my four wisdom teeth. 
and I still have them today. My mom was like, I'm not taking those things out of your mouth. You were born with them. <laughs> God put them there. <laughs> Why take them out? They're not causing pain. You have a big, I have a big mouth, and so they're able to be in there, no problem. They're not crowding my mouth. They're not pushing my teeth forward. They're not causing me any pain. They're not doing anything wrong. So why take them out? And I still have them. Now, I know all you dentists and orthodontists would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's like a preventative measure, right? So we take our wisdom teeth out to prevent future problems. Same with foreskin. We, we mutilate our babies, our infants. And I'm laughing because it's kind of wild that we do this um, to prevent future problems. So would I want to be circumcised or not? I think if I had to choose one, which I'm trying to choose, <laughs> I would say no. I don't think I would want to be circumcised. If I had to snap my fingers and be a, and be a man right now, I think I would be like, yeah, just give me what I came in the world as. And don't know I've been with so many men that are not circumcised and it just it, it's the same thing it feels like the same and I don't really have a preference either way um, I just think the more that I think about the procedure the device used when these baby boys come into the world to inflict that surgery on them when they're infants I just don't know if I would do it and I again I understand it's a procedure that's a lot more difficult later in life just like getting your wisdom teeth out now at my age of 31 would be a lot more painful perhaps but again it's this it's just what you do when issues come up you have to do it and so I think for me it's also this idea of consent like is your baby giving you consent to do that just like I would never pierce my baby's ears when they're babies I would make them make that decision when they're older if they wanted their ears pierced I think I might do the same I don't think I would want to cut their foreskin off but again like this is just me rambling I've been thinking about this a lot all week <laughs> I even talked to my friend who's a doctor to get her opinion and I just I don't know I don't think there's concrete evidence enough of it to sway me in one way or the other, which is why I think I would just leave leave the baby as, as they are. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for asking. I don't think there's, oh, you did say, does it make foreplay easier or more enjoyable? I guess I touched on this before. I don't think it does. I really don't. I think there's nerve endings in the head of the penis mostly. And so I think it, it just doesn't really change much. I think there is more lubrication when you have that foreskin. So maybe that could add a little bit more sensations and maybe make it a little easier, if you will. But how hard is it to grab some lube? <laughs> really? Okay. Oedipus or Electra complex, specifically when brought up into adult age. Thoughts about it? Ah, so this is a this is a great topic, and this is a theory um, that stemmed from this idea of this Greek myth where a man falls in love with his mom and he kills his dad to be with his mom. And Freud uses this and as a name for this theory where he thinks that developmenting, that these children, that children at a young age, through this like kind of psychoanalytical developmental stage, they crave and get these possessive feelings for their opposite sex parent. So I am actually gonna dive deep into this because I found it so fascinating the more I looked into it. 
and I'll be releasing that episode tomorrow. So thank you to the person who ever asked me this question. I think this is very interesting. I think a lot of you has, have asked me about the mom and daddy kink, the, the porn with the mom and dad fetish or the son and daughter and the incest porn, you know? And so I've talked about it a little bit, but I really wanna dive deeper into this idea and this DDLG, daddy dom, little girl kink, and just the idea of this mom and daddy kink in general. So that episode will be airing tomorrow, okay guys? And I'm gonna talk a lot about that. Have you always been passionate about writing? I read some of your stories on your website. They are written so well. Such a spicy read. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, I've always loved writing. I've always kept a journal. I've always loved writing. I, I even took a creative writing course in college, even though I got a marketing degree. You know, I've always gone back to writing. It really relaxes me. It's a way that I organize my thoughts. At a young age, I would write letters to my lovers because I wasn't able to speak my thoughts and my feelings. So yeah, I've always been a writer. And thank you for the positive feedback. I appreciate that. I do have some writing pieces on my website. I've been writing a book for years and years, and I'm really getting close to hopefully publishing it. (laughs) It's been a long journey. So yeah, thank you. I, I definitely am trying to lean more into writing because I enjoy it so much. And I do even like writing kind of these episodes. I kind of write the storyline and, and figure out kind of the direction I want to go. And so it's just using that creative part of my mind is fun. Creating the story is fun. Not to be creepy, but you're really cute. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what's your favorite song? Okay, this is going to be my last question. So what's my favorite song? You know, at a young age, I remember being obsessed with this song, Best Love Song by T-Pain featuring Chris Brown. I like rocked out to that so frequently. Um, there Will Be Time by Mumford & Sons featuring Baba Mall was a favorite song of mine for a long time. I still rock out to that on my way to work. It's a feel-good jam. Lately, what is her name? Emily King, Remind Me, is one of my favorite jams lately. It's just like a feel-good jam and really good music, and I love it. And then my girlfriend, um, Samara, wrote this really epic song, Six Feet Away, in... COVID times, and I really love that song as well. Just great musical instruments and the vibe and the dancing, and again, those are all just feel-good jams that I love rocking out to on my way to work. (laughs) So thanks again for all these questions. If you wanna ask me a question, the link will be below. I appreciate you guys, and look out for that video tomorrow, more on the daddy-mommy kink, okay? Love you guys, talk soon.